Well, hi again, everybody. Ron Alesco with you on Folk Music Notebook. It's a Monday. At least it is Monday when we're recording. Well, we're recording this on a Sunday night. Let's be honest with everybody. Uh, but, but we're airing this on Monday, and it's a new week. And we're going to catch up now with Dave Rowe and the next chapter of Folk on the Water. Chapter 21, I believe, we're up to already. Oh, my gosh. Dave, where, where does the time go? I know. <laughs> uh, well, good to hear you again, Dave. And I'm, I'm glad you, you guys are uh, safe and well. Uh, you had a good weekend uh, since we last talked? We had a great weekend. We've just uh, been seeing things and uh, taking some nice walks and mostly just eating everywhere we can. <laughs> I, I, I've wanted to talk to you about that. I've been looking at your pictures on your Facebook page for Stinkpot and you've gone to breweries, pizzerias, and there was this ice cream soda that I, I can't eat right now, but uh, I'm living through you here with all this great food you guys are getting. This is like a culinary adventure. It really is. Well, I, you know, it's either we eat as we go or we buy stupid t-shirts everywhere we go. You know, (laughs) that's the way I look at it. And I'm not one to to wear a lot of uh, branded t-shirts. So, you know, as cool as the places I've been are, I'm not going to wear their t-shirt. I, you know, I, I'm just not that guy. There you go. So I got to eat their food. <laughs> and, and, and you've taken great pictures of it too. That's, that's wonderful. Uh, that ice cream soda though, that looked terrific. And I, I understand uh, you introduced Stacy to another Midwestern classic. Oh yeah. The uh, Chicago style hot dog, <laughs> which uh, if, if you've never had one, it, it's, it's sort of like uh, a, a hot dog and a salad had an accident, you know? <laughs> It's just this fresh tomato on it, some onion, and uh, there's this uh, green relish that um, has so much green dye in it that it's almost, um, it looks like something that a spacecraft dropped off. Right. (laughs) Um, Don't they also put like celery seeds or something on there? Yeah. there may be that we do, you know, we put celery salt on hot dogs up in the Northeast. So that, you know, maybe I, I might've missed it. <laughs> oh man. You got to come to Jersey. I will take you to Rutt's hut. Give you a ripper. You'll, you'll, you'll never want another hot dog again. I've always wanted to try a ripper from Rutt's. I uh, always have wanted to. All right. My, well, my dad actually had this great idea uh, before he died uh, a number of years before he died. He never did it to go to travel around the country and take pictures of hot dogs and make a coffee table book of all the hot dogs. <laughs> that would be a big seller. Dave just copyrighted that, folks. So don't. That's right. <laughs> don't don't steal, steal it. Yeah, maybe that'll be your 2020 adventure. You know, after you come back from this. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, aside from eating, uh, which is one of my favorite hobbies, uh, you, the two of you have also done a little, uh, little traveling since we last talked. A little sightseeing. Yes, we have. We've been to Fish Creek, which I'm not sure. I've heard it pronounced Fish Creek and Fish Crick. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what the right way is up here. Uh, I do know that my friends from Wisconsin called it Fish Creek. So I've always called it Fish Creek. But on the radio, uh, on the, on the, uh, the VHF, um, people were calling the marina and saying Fish Creek. And, uh-huh. you know, so I, I'm not sure. The, the jury's still out on that one. But we went there. And that was a, just a cool little town. Uh, there was this little log cabin there that was the first building ever in Fish Creek. Uh, and you could look through the door. And yeah, it, I, I'm 
absolutely astonished that nobody's figured out that they could be turning it into an Airbnb and making a <laughs> killing on it. You know, uh, come come stay in the first building and lay on the floor. You'll love it. Oh, <laughs> you know, five hundred dollars a night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's just a cool little town, and uh, it's in, in keeping with our our food motif, uh, we had frozen custard there, uh, which is also a big thing out here. And, and now, now we're gonna have to do the custard tour. Now we're getting closer to to Milwaukee. We're gonna have to start doing the custard the custard and bratwurst tour. Yeah, there uh, you go. Getting into it. Uh, we also went to Egg Harbor. That's where we uh, spent the night last night, and. Uh, had a fabulous pizza and beer today. Mm. Um, we also, uh, let's see, the, the Chicago dog and the ice cream sodas, that was an Ephraim. Uh, and that's pretty much been it since the last time we chatted. We've, we've just, we've made some rounds and stayed in some cool harbors and uh-huh. eaten some great food. And you've taken some wonderful pictures of uh, of the sunset. I think you mentioned on on the Facebook that like every sunset has been different. Oh, completely! They're gorgeous. I, we had one tonight, I, and we're so close to land here, and the sunset was so far away by comparison that it it, it really wasn't. It, it's not the sun setting over the lake; it's the sun setting over the land. Um, but it was still fabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, All right. You just can't get away from it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Are you still on one of the Great Lakes, or where exactly are you in Wisconsin? We're in Sturgeon Bay, uh, which is part of Lake Michigan. Uh, it's in Door County, uh, and it's just off of Green Bay, which if you think about Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin think about Lake Michigan as this big finger sticking down into the United States, um, Green Bay uh, is the a much smaller finger that goes right to the left of it on the map, um, and of course that's where the Packers are from. And mm-hmm. We're Patriots fans, so, <laughs> so you're not. You're Nothing not more be, needs to be said. Okay, you won't be stopping there. We'll got you. <laughs> um, I understand though that, for, uh, that you we talked about this a few weeks ago that you're about making some improvements on the vote. And you're about to make a purchase for some solar panels. Is that correct? We're getting real close to pulling the trigger. We've been researching it about 50 ways to Sunday. And, and at this point, the question is, do we go for the really good ones that are a bit more money? Or do we cheap out with the idea that this boat, we bought it for this trip and we probably will want a different boat when we get home. Um, and we have not been able to, figure out which way we're going yet i'm leaning toward cheaping out uh, <laughs> but we'll we'll see where it goes I, I do know the expensive ones would give us a lot more bang for our buck even uh even now you know right. we, we we would benefit from them but is it enough of a benefit uh, god <laughs> tough decisions it's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. But, you know, it's a boat, I, something I, again, not having a boat myself, I think of cars. As soon as you drive it off the lot, it starts depreciating in value. I, I assume the boats are the same way, right? Or, is, or, or are they? Oh, absolutely. That's why we bought used. That's why we yeah. bought 30, how, 32 years old. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> This boat was legal to drink a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's holding up well. It looks beautiful from the pictures we're seeing. She is holding up well. Once they get to it, there's, there's a certain point where if you maintain the um, uh, 
the systems on the boat and and keep it clean and keep it waxed and you know those sorts of things it's not going to go any further and when it r- reaches that point that's when dave will buy it <laughs> uh, if i was to buy you know this is a 38 foot boat uh if i was to buy a 38 foot boat today brand new right off the lot i'd be talking at least a half a million dollars whoa oh and my goodness i i <laughs> i'm a folk singer <laughs> A folk singer with a yacht, nonetheless. So you can still claim that. Uh, well, you're 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 a good frugal shopper, and that's that's one thing we respect about you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, you mentioned you're a folk singer. Um, how about a song? You have something for us today? I do have something. Uh, let's. Uh, I've I've been thinking. I, I watched the other day. Somebody was on uh, our Stinkpot page on Facebook. Uh, which everybody should be visiting. Just search for Stinkpot. You can't miss it. Uh, and they mentioned uh, the documentary that was done about Stan Rogers a number of years ago. Uh, and it was actually the first time I ever sat down and watched it. Uh, and it, <laughs> all of a sudden, I love Stan Rogers again, even more. Uh, and so I've, I've had his songs going through my head for days now. So I thought I'd, I would uh, pull one out for us tonight. Let's do uh, Make and Break Harbor. How still lies the bay in the light western air that flows from the crimson horizon. Once more we tack home with a dry empty hole saving gas with the breezes so fair she's a kindly cape islander old but still sound but so lost in the long liner's shadows make and break and make do but the fish are so few that she won't be replaced should she founder Now it's so hard to not think of before the big war When the cod went so cheap but so plenty Foreign trawlers roll by now with long-seeing eyes Taking all where we seldom take any And the young folk don't stay with the fishermen's way Long ago they all moved to the cities And the ones left behind old and tired and blind Won't work for a pound, for a penny In make and break harbor the boats are so few Too many are pulled up and rotten most houses stand empty, old nets hung to dry, are blown away, lost and forgotten. Now I can see the big draggers have stirred up the bay, leaving lobster traps smashed on the bottom. Do they think it don't pay to respect the old 
ways that make and break men have not forgotten. Oh, we still keep our time to the turn of the tides, and this boat that I built with my father still lifts to the sky that one longer and I still talk like old friends on the water and make and break harbor the boats are so few too many are pulled up and rotten most houses stand empty old nets hung to dry are blown away, lost, and forgotten. In make and break harbor, the boats are so few, too many are pulled up and rotten. Most houses stand empty, old nets hung to dry, are blown away, lost, and forgotten. And that was Dave Rowe with Make and Break Harbor, a Stan Rogers classic. And don't go looking on Dave's albums, trying, where is that song? It's not there. This, is, this was just recorded on the Stinkpot today. <laughs> right now. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, Immediately before, you, before uh, we started uh, chatting here, Ron, I, I just recorded that for this. So. Uh-huh. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for doing that. It's always been one of my favorite Stan Rogers songs. And, uh, you know, your background as with, with boats, uh, your, your father, your late father with Schooner Fair, uh, there's a lot of nautical songs in history going through you and through your family. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's something I could not avoid any more than I could avoid music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, are you still feeling inspired? Have you written anything new since, uh, I know you, you know, may be a little too early to debut anything, but the creative juice is flowing in that direction at all? I've had some interesting musical ideas float around. I, I'm still trying to marry some words with them. Uh, and I actually have a set of words here that I, it was a completely hatched song uh, about two weeks ago. And the next time I looked at the, the lyric sheet, I went, I don't remember how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> never recorded it so i'm gonna have to make up some new music to go with it but it's uh i i did write that recently and and that one it's sort of a personal piece i probably will uh, save it for an album and and not debut it here but Uh, that makes sense well we'll look forward to that well so speaking of looking forward uh i understand you're expecting some little wind to uh keep you in place for a couple of days we're in for a blow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Starting tomorrow morning, I think we're going to be seeing 10 to 15 mile an hour winds with gusts up in the mid twenties. Uh, and it's going to be steady right through Wednesday. Mm. So we're, we, we pulled into uh, Sturgeon Bay uh, into a particular anchorage that is sheltered uh, to the South and to the East, because that's pretty much where the winds are coming from. Uh, so we'll we'll sit here and and not have to deal with bouncing around too much. Uh, there's a just about three uh, tenths of a nautical mile from here. There's a, a a dock that we can pull up to for four hours at a shot. It's a town dock, uh, and we may avail ourselves of that to go to the marine store and buy some things that have 
broken on the boat. We we lost our Burgi staff today. Oh, I've read that. My my condolences. What what happened? Uh, it just metal fatigue. It, it let go. Uh, I, I can show you because we're on video, Ron. But right, right. You'll have to describe this to the listeners. There it goes, right there. Oh, it's just like it looks like a little piece of aluminum that just snapped right off in Dave's hands as we're as we're talking. And and aluminum, not that's stainless steel. It's, You're kidding. That's stainless steel, and that's just fatigue from the wind blowing the flag. Wow! Uh, so it's it's it went from two pieces to one uh, one piece to two pieces just like that. Oh, that's that's it shows you the power of the weather, and that's why you got to be careful and stay put. Because uh, if it could do that to stainless steel, imagine what could do the rest of the boat. So you got to oh, be yeah. careful. <laughs> the wind can beat the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah. Now you, you're you're in an anchorage, but you're not, as you said, you're not at a dock. You can go to a dock for a couple of hours, but is the wind and the weather does that get to you when you're sitting on a boat for that length of time? If we're well sheltered, so there's not big waves, and we're sitting relatively still, uh, it's it's really no worse than sitting in your house and waiting for the weather to move by. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just a there's there's always that mild. Uh, sensation of floating that's always there but right uh but as as long as we're in a good sheltered anchorage it's it's nothing okay oh, um, so yeah, we're, we're in a good sheltered anchorage i hope you know <laughs> not, the wind doesn't change direction and do something unpredicted but oh let's hope not well, well we hope to have the next chapter the next couple of days when you're you're sailing again um so is this throwing your schedule off i mean it's starting to get cool down here in new jersey what's it like where you guys are you know falls just around the corner oh we can feel the fall in the air uh and you know we don't we don't want to uh tussle with the witch of november uh as uh if you know that line from the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, right? Uh, the, the fall winds can be pretty deadly on the, on the great Lakes. So we, we want to get out of here. Um, we had originally planned this week to go down to green Bay uh, and, and punch around town there. But with these winds, we're sitting still for three days, uh, a good bit North of green Bay. Uh, and I, I consider that a lost cause at this point. It, it would have been nice to go, but we can't get there. The winds aren't going to let us get there and they wouldn't let us get out of there if, if we went. So mm-hmm. we're, we're just going to sit here, wait it out uh, and then continue with our schedule as it w- would have been otherwise. Right. Uh, uh, are you, what kind of weather do you get? I mean, I, I have a little app on my phone where I look at AccuWeather uh, for, for, for boaters. Do you have some more long-term planning or anything else that you guys use for, for weather? I actually use the National Weather Service website. It's, to me, it's been the, the most reliable. We've had uh, a few people uh, suggesting these uh, wind apps, which are supposed to give you the wind speeds and the wind direction and the wave heights, which would be absolutely wonderful information to have. And about 60% of the time, they're just wrong. Mm. Uh, so I just keep going back to the National Weather Service. At least they get the wind direction and the wind speed right uh, about 98% of the time, which is a good record as far as I'm concerned. Sure. And I can predict the wave heights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, well, listen, Dave, we're going to let you go and uh, you know get anchored down and settled in. Hopefully the winds won't be too bad. And uh, you know, we'll pick up with you in a few more days with the next chapter as you guys sail. So uh, you, you're going to skip Green Bay. What, what, what's your plan once you start sailing? 
Uh, well, oh, boating. I'm sorry. I keep saying sailing, but it's technically boating that you guys are doing. Cruising. We can say cruising. 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 Okay. Uh, we're sitting in Sturgeon Bay, and Sturgeon Bay is connected via canal to the main part of Lake Michigan. Uh, so we're only about five miles from Lake Michigan proper. So we're going to just take the canal out and start heading south down the, uh, I guess this would be the western shore of Lake Michigan. Uh, Our first stop, I believe, is going to be a marina in Manitowoc. Uh, And then our second, that's going to be a long day. It's like 60, 70 miles we're going to go in one Mm -hmm. shot. Uh, And then the next day will be a shorter day. We're going to go down as far as Port Washington, Wisconsin. And then uh, our third day, which probably is going to be about Saturday or Sunday, we should make uh, Milwaukee. And we're going to yeah. sit, sit tight there for you know, a week or 10 days before we head to Chicago and, and then down the inland rivers. We have places to be, people to see. I have a gig, I have a gig in Peru and Illinois on the 21st of September. I got to be there for that. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. We'll, we'll talk about that as we get closer. That's, that's great news. Uh, making music, having some wonderful times, and uh, it's always a, a pleasure to chat with you. So, Dave, uh, I wish you and Stacey the best. We'll catch up in a few days and uh, hopefully smooth cruising. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. And that was Dave Rowe, the captain of the Stinkpot, as we're following him and Stacy on their year-long journey around the Great Loop. We'll have another chapter in a couple of days and more music from Dave. And, of course, more music coming up on Folk Music Notebook. <laughs>